Hi guys, this is Watching People Cook MasterChef Junior Finale. I'm Pepper Proxy. And I'm David. And I can't wait to talk about the final show. Yay! It's been a long season. I found myself at work today. Someone asked me what I thought of their project and I told them it was restaurant quality. <laughs> and um, <laughs> once the season is over... Um, I can purge my memory of everyone's name. Yeah, I. you know what's funny is that all the contestants come back um, for the finale, and I had already started to do the purge. I know. Because I, <laughs> I was I, like, who is that? Oh, my gosh, yay! It's so good to see this contestant. And, you know, I got tickled when I saw Matthew, but it was kind of nice to see Rashad and... Um, uh, Ivy and a couple of the other contestants that I had forgotten about. For sure. And um, yeah, and it, it, everyone came back um, and uh, they got to, we got to see their families, which was really nice. Yeah, the other thing we got to see was Aron in a suit. And I thought he looked pretty good. And we also got to see his little taco dance. Yeah, Once yeah. again, they did a replay, which was, I, was fun. I would call Aron roguish. <laughs> Roguish. Well, we have a lot to cover, so let's roguishly get into the episode. Okay. So, um, we um, have three contestants left. Um, Malia, um, and I just realized, David, this episode, that her headgear was a kerchief. You didn't realize that? I didn't know. I didn't realize that was her signature. I didn't realize that every single episode. And we had talked about headgear like the very first time we talked. How could you not have known that that was her, her signature headgear? I don't know. It just was so natural. I, I think it just didn't stand out as much as Ivy's fedora, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I do have one other thing to say about Malia. She, I just watched her. Um, she was featured on an adorable, tasty YouTube, t the Tasty channel on YouTube um, episode, and it was called Kids versus Adults. Right. Um, and it was a chocolate dessert challenge. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And she did well. Well, I don't want to spoil it for the audience, but. Um, no, it I'd, was fun to watch her. Oh, yes, for sure. For sure. Um, and then Che, we have Che is one of the other finalists. And I was trying to remember, is he the contestant that was almost eliminated for the crab smoothie? Or was that a different contestant? I'm not sure. I can't remember. I, I, I'm kind of thinking it was. I think the purge has started. <laughs> My memory purge. I know. Right? Well, if he is the contestant, I would say he really bounced back from that crab smoothie. He, he did. And... Um, I also wanted to say about this episode, um, I heard more people say, put yourself on the plate than I did during the entire run of <laughs> Hannibal. <laughs> I did too. I put that. It was one of my notes for, for later. Like, this is really you on the plate. Yeah. It, they must have said it at least, what, four or five times? I know. And Hannibal said it as well to people he had in cages. <laughs> put yourself on the plate. <laughs> That show, I think we've already talked about Hannibal once on MasterChef Junior watching people cook. But you guys, that was an awesome show. But back to MasterChef Junior. Um, then we have Ivy as the last contestant, which kind of talked about her signature headgear was the fedora. But I don't know. I mean, she must have brought at least 20 different hats with her. But tonight she's wearing her formal fedora, which is black. 
It's, and it was it was good to see her. I think everyone looked good. They looked happy. They looked excited to be there. Yeah. So Matthew was rooting for Ivy. He's got his little popsicle tea on. Um, but I was a little confused by Kyle and his um, his emotion um, because when he came out, he wasn't just kind of teary eyed or he was like sobbing. He was. He was. He was emotional. Yeah, it was it was it, it was an exciting time for him. Yeah, I think maybe that it was just slightly overwhelming, and there's a huge audience there too. And from the audience signs, I learned that um, Shay is one letter away from Chef. Oh, it's Che though, not Shay, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> it's I already to forgot his name. I know. <laughs> the purge continues. So the kids' families arrive. Um, Cosimo and Jackson are there to support Shay. Um, and I also do have to um, do a little shout out. Uh, his mother, she, I, I love the color of her lipstick. It was really pretty. Okay. Um, I kind of want to know what she had, what she was wearing. Um, and Arone, much like me, he recognizes the greatness, which is Cosimo and his cuffs. He doesn't call them cuffs. I think he calls them bracelets, but Arome doesn't know. Um, but I do think that I, I would not be surprised if Cosimo doesn't show up as a contestant on another um, another seri- another round of watching, or I'm sorry, MasterChef Junior. Well, and uh, Arone made the comment that if, you, if Shay won the $100,000, how much would he give for hair products and bracelets? Yeah, but they, that kind of seemed a little shady, but maybe it wasn't. Um, but, oh, and the other thing was, um, I wrote in all capital letters, OMG, Ivy's entire family is stunning. Yeah. St- they're all stunners, including her um, her Swiss father. Um, uh, and Malia has a really sweet moment as well with her family because she turns around and thanks them for all their support. Yep. And uh, then on to the appetizers. Appetizers. So we have Malia. She makes miso black cod with um, homemade fresh soba noodles, which I said good for you for yeah. whipping those out. Um, and her inspiration is her Japanese heritage. Yeah, and they they she had a little loss of uh, uh, focus for a second, and Sadie tried to help her by screaming <laughs> "focus," <laughs> which reminds me of the time you were like, "I have to get up early tomorrow and I need to sleep," and I just went into the bedroom and screamed, "Go to sleep, <laughs> sleep," because it was helpful. Yeah. Because are needed, you sleeping? You needed coaching. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so th- when Amelia is like, um, uh, she's in the judging. Um, prior to that, though, Gordon says he probably would not have served soba noodles with miso black cod. Um, but then they go into judging and they cut to Che when Gordon like is cutting in, you know, they do the fake out. He's cutting into Malia's fish and making sure it's glistening, which is his favorite fish term. Um, but then they do this swift cut to Che and he's just like smiling ear to ear and is so tickled for Malia when she gets positive feedback from Gordon. I just thought it was really tender. Yeah. 
He um, seems like a very nice guy. Yeah, for sure. So they say she needs a little acidity, but has done a great job with the cooking. Um, Christina thinks her noodle home home pulled or handmade noodles. I don't know if you pull a um, soba noodle or not. <laughs> I guess you could pull my noodle. Um, is that she says they're a little too short, um, but they did like um, the quail egg. Um, and I liked, my personal favorite for Malia's dish was the miniature radish. I'm not sure if Very you saw cute. that. I did see it. And you yeah. know, I like a radish. So I, I took note. Yeah. Very cute. Anything else for Malia's app? Um, so Che, um, is next. He does the very complicated prawn and cuttlefish, which is maybe another word for octopus squid, um, over polenta with a Parmesan crisp. And to me, I thought it looked very ambitious. And I wrote as a description of his dish, seafood, flowers, and cheese. (laughs) Well, none of those things are appealing to you. No. To eat. No, so it was... Well, you like cheese, but... Yeah, yeah, not with seafood. Yeah. So, and so it was, it was a big pile of seafood with a, some cheese and flowers. Yeah, and what I said was the Parmesan crisp is an odd choice with his protein, but it looks very delicious and very pretty, and it was very ambitious. And I just thought it looked like um, the cuttlefish was fertilizer for a flower garden. <laughs> So the judges say that the polenta needs more creaminess, um, and overall, he got really great feedback. He oh, did. Aron did say that the um, cheese crisp was odd too. He agreed. Aron Sanchez agreed with me on, yeah. on the Parmesan crisp. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so we know what you thought of that, David. Yeah. <laughs> and then what did, you, what did you think of Ivy's red snapper with um, tostones and tropical fruit salsa? Um, it, it would not be for me to eat, um, but I did enjoy that uh, Gordon Ramsay described the skin on the fish as soggy cardboard um, after she put the salsa on top of it. Well, yeah, and Christine, but Christina Tozzi, this is one of many, this is you on a plate. And I think she was saying that because Ivy was saying, oh, my my mother's Caribbean heritage is influencing this dish. Um, And so I think Christina was trying to be nice, but it was kind of odd after, you know, all things considered, and especially because... Um, they were talking about like lots of raw red onions. I just don't think this was Ivy's best dish. And and you also don't think Ivy is soggy cardboard. No, she is a super super duper star shooting exactly. To the moon. Yes, you know how I feel about Ivy. I do. So, who would you say like at at the end of the uh, appetizers? Who would you have said won that round? Um, for me personally, for taste, I would probably say Malia, but, um, they did have more complaints about her food than Shay's. Yeah, I Shay's would... Shay's seemed to be their favorite. I would say Che won that round, um, according to the judges. Just yes. based on the judges' feedback. Um, I think I would have liked his dish the most as well. My personal 
I would have picked his to taste if I could only taste one. Okay, so entree round. Off we go. So Malia does a filet with daikon and shiseido. I always get it wrong. There's a cosmetic. I think it's there's a cosmetic company called Shiseido. Okay. Which they have phenomenal products. Um, and then there's Shiseido shish, peppers, yeah. which are delicious. Yes. Um, where did we have them? Terra Plata. Yeah, Terra Plata. They were so good. Yeah, and they're the pepper that once you fry them, like one out of every ten is spicy. So you, it's, it's a form of uh, uh, Russian roulette when you're eating them. Oh, that's scary. That's scary. <laughs> um, I, but yeah, but it, they're fun to eat. They are fun to eat. I just think of it as more of a, who gets the surprise? Oh, okay. <laughs> no. it's, it's more... It's, Not the bullet of pepper. It's like Willy Wonka's golden ticket. Yes, exactly. So do you remember why she picked filet? Um, I do not. Well, she said she picked the filet when asked because it's very expensive and she didn't have to buy it. That's right, because MasterChef covers the ingredients. Yeah, they, they do. Um, and she also says she never gets flustered like Gordon Ramsay. And I just thought she was really hamming, hamming it up for the audience in the most adorable way Ever. I know. I think I think she might have an offer for her own show. Yeah, she got to because her personality. Also, on that tasty video I watched, like she just has such a great personality, and it seems like it really started to come through. One in front of a live audience, and two more towards the tail end of the um, the se- season. It's true. Um, so their judgment of her food was that the fillet was too rare. Um, and they wish there was more sear and salt, but the flavor was good. Yeah, and I I wrote down early in the season, would Gordon Ramsay have thrown that filet at a bus? <laughs> what do you think? Would he have? No, I think it was I think it was a good rare. I would I it looked good to me. Yeah, but it definitely wasn't medium rare. No, it looked slightly boiled to me for some reason. Really? Like, like I didn't think that at all. Not seared enough, but yeah. um, they also like were pretty critical of the daikon. Um, yeah, that's, that those sounded soggy. nasty. And then, so she got kind of difficult um, feedback, and so she goes back, and Che, who I just think really likes her, um, whispers to her, good job, Malia, and you know how she responded? Hmm. She shrugged her shoulders. Yeah, well, she knew she didn't kill it. <laughs> She's like, yeah, okay. So on to um, Che. He made veal saltimbuca wrapped in prosciutto, which um, kind of feels like a really old-fashioned dish, but it looked pretty delicious. It did look good. Um, I thought. Um, I thought it... If I mean I wouldn't definitely wouldn't be disappointed if it was served to me somewhere. Yeah. Like I, I would be interested to taste it. Um, I agree with Aron. I'm betting it's very salty, especially because it's called saltabuca. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but my favorite part. Of- my I don't think that's where the name comes from, but... No, I don't think so either, but it was Salty Buka. 
Um, the my favorite part of it was they showed um, Aron uh, flustering him while he oh, was cooking, yeah. and then he must have touched a hot pan at some point, and they played the, him touching the hot pan, and they added a sizzling sound effect. So as he touched the pan, it went, oh. and I can tell you, I burned my hand a lot in my life, and it would be very scary if I touched something that was, it made a, cook. a Three Stooges <laughs> iron to the face sizzle sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but he he survived that that horror. Yeah, well, he also survived that um, check-in with Aron, because... Arone was going in hard. He was. Dude, lay off this poor kid. And he didn't even burn his finger enough that he needed a finger cut. No. Or Reed. Reed had the most serious burn. Oh, he had the most serious burn. Out of any of the shows. That was a no-joke burn. I hope he's doing well. Reed, if you're listening, honey, we're rooting for you. So Che also made a morale mushroom spring pea, and it looked like fiddlehead fern, like ragu, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which... I felt like the fiddlehead fern, which is in the onion family, um, I felt like that is what brought it to being more current and more modern. Yeah. Because because the dish overall kind of seemed slightly old-fashioned. Yeah, and um, fiddlehead is my favorite Batman villain. <laughs> is this a real villain or is this someone you just made up? I just made it up. <laughs> What's his um, evilness? Where does that stem from? Well, there actually was an evil violinist. In the DC universe, yeah. so I was thinking of that. So, oh, it wasn't like somebody who had the worst onion breath ever no. that would knock people no. out and steal their riches. Yeah, but I can't remember the name of the actual villain. But Fiddlehead's a good name. It is, it, and Fiddlehead Fern is a good nickname for a little girl named Fern. That's true. Um, so um, they say that the sauce needed a little bit more butter. But it was a unique dish. This is what the judges say. Um, he did a good job with the seasoning. And once again, Gordon tells him, this is you on a plate. Mm, put you on a plate. <laughs> oh, thanks, Hannibal. <laughs> so Ivy did a hanger steak with butternut squash and Brussels sprouts. Yep. And this dish, if I if I were to pick one for you, yep. this would be the dish for you. Yeah, this looked delicious. And in fact, um, Gordon Ramsay had weirdly, creepily romantic thoughts about the dish. And okay, said that can we would, talk about that he for He said a he second? would like a glass of Merlot and some time alone with it. Yeah, not just time alone. He, he, he did say a glass of Merlot, um, private time... And a dimly, dimly lit room. I know. I wrote down in my notes, Gordon Ramsay wants creepy romance with hanger <laughs> I wrote something very similar with a lot of like question marks and exclamation points. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like that she's making it for her in honor of her father. Of who course. Who is um, Swiss German. Um, and I also need to acknowledge that she did a phenomenal job with her knife cuts on that butternut squash. I mean, come on. They were perfect. And she made a little tic-tac-toe board on the plate. I know. Oh, Ivy, I, you know how I feel. I, I just know. love She's her. She's sweet. Um, she, she also did this. Um, she had a little catastrophe in the middle of her cook. Um, she burned her sauce 
And Kyle was very concerned. But Ivy just said, it's burnt. And she started, she started over like, no big, no big deal. Yet Kyle's like frantic about it. I know. He lost sleep that night. She had, he had flashbacks. Yeah, I think he, I, he maybe did. Yeah, he was, he was overwrought. He was. I'm sorry, I'm being kind of hard on Kyle. I don't want him to cry again. He's a good boy. <laughs> so if we, anything else about the entrees? No. Any other notes? I did not. Okay, so entree, let me guess. You would say Ivy won that one. I would say Ivy won, and um, I would put, for my own personal taste, Malia's second. See, I would say, no, I would say Malia's was the worst. Well, there you go. Based, not, not for my personal taste, but f- based on the judgment. Oh, yeah, on the judgment. Shay, yeah. Shay was the best. Well, actually, I think Ivy was the best. Yeah, I, th- I think it was close between Ivy and Shay. That's what I think. Yeah. Um. So going into dessert, um, Malia makes, um, it seemed like a very complicated dish, um, a panna cotta with black sesame seeds in the panna cotta, and there were a ton of accoutrements plus liquid nitrogen. I didn't even write down all the accoutrements because there were a lot going on. It was was so much, um, I couldn't even follow what it was. Yeah. But they sure seemed to like it, and she got to wear goggles and gloves. Well, okay. How cute was She pops the goggles on, and whatever judge, it was Arone. maybe Chris, it was Ron. It said, oh, you're getting, like, he was surprised, like, oh, you're getting ready to use that now. And she's like, oh, no, I just want, <laughs> I just want to wear the goggles. Like, I yeah. like it. Um, She was using the liquid ni- nitrogen for the raspberries, where she was freezing them, and then you shatter them, and it makes little raspberry pearls shockingly they did not show her shattering them no they didn't (laughs) which is probably for the best right yes and at this point in the show i have to say my attention wandered to the audience behind them because (laughs) and i noted that if one person behind them was uh clapping they put in raucous audience sounds yeah but if you just look at the screen in the audience like they could be showing five people and one of them is applauding and the audience is going Woo! well you know what it reminded it reminds me of what's that when they first did iron chef america the first one with william shatter yeah <laughs> on to chase dessert which I thought it looked delicious. It was a flourless chocolate olive oil cake. And he then used um, some flavored orange syrup to soak the cake. Um, ricotta um, cream. And maybe it was a pistachio twill? Yeah, I think so. Um, it was interesting. I thought it was ironic that with the number of flowers he used that this was flourless, yet had flowers on it. Oh, do you think that was intentional? I don't know. <laughs> or was it a mistake? His his uh, all evening his dishes were a a flower garden of uh, just one flower after another. Yeah, they were like po- a lot of them. I think they're called po- are they posies? They're all edible. They're a yeah. little bitter. I would think though on a dessert, especially a sweet dessert, it might not be bad to have a little bit of a little marigold or something that's a little bitter to kind sure. of balance that out i did think it was interesting um 
that there was a disagreement regarding the orange flavor. Christina and Gordon both thought it was delicious, and Arone said that it kind of was overpowering. Yeah, overzested. Yeah, <laughs> overzealous. Um, okay, so the dessert that looked the best to me and I would want to eat was um, Ivy's Butterscotch Budino. But then at first it was a Budino, and then it was a pot de creme. So maybe they're the same thing. Maybe. I'm not sure. She did a smoked um, caramel, or caramel, depending on what part, part of the country you're from, and a pine nut brittle. Um, looks delicious, and Gordon Ramsay says it, so. And it has a dramatic part where the uh, twill that she cooked, you had to take your spoon and smash it into it. Yeah, it was, it was, um, what is it when you interact with your food? <laughs> it was a food interaction. Eating? Yeah. <laughs> so the only, the, hers looks so good. I know, you were hungry for it. Well, I just really like Budino. I know. And you... we once had a delicious butterscotch Budino at that pizza place in um, German Village. Oh yeah, I remember that. Was so good. That was delicious. Um, they closed. Yeah. Or they're they're still open, but they're no longer um open in that location. I think it was called Harvest Pizza. Um, and the only kind of critical feedback she got was from Aron, and he said there was a little too much time in her pine nut brittle. But overall, the judges I noticed they took giant bites of that. Yeah, I think they enjoyed it. Yeah, it seemed like. Um. So, out of those three dishes, what one would you pick as your favorite to eat? And what one do you think the judges like the most? Um, I would probably pick Shay's to eat. And I think they probably were the most complimentary of Shay's as well. Okay. I felt like they were more complimentary of Malia's. Um, even to the point where Christina asked Malia, what do you, what do you think I'm thinking? And then Malia says, it's amazing. Like, wait, let me do a Malia impersonation. It's amazing. And then Christina sharply says, no, which seems so out of character for Christina. I know it was, I think it was one of their intended dramatic uh, yeah. Commercial breaks. I did not like it. And Christina and, didn't seem comfortable doing that. Well, and then she came back and said... It's beyond amazing. Right. Which, enough with the fake outs, right? <laughs> okay, so... Who yeah. won? After all of this, who won? Shay. Shay. It's Shay, not Shay. Shay. <laughs> You're doing that on purpose. Um, so congratulations to Shay, or Shay, as David likes to say. Can, can I just say, though, they, they made him say, I'm now going to start a revolution. I know, I know. And, that and was, it was like dumb. this lame play in his I name. I know, I know. That was, but They're I do have They're changing to... the name of the show to Master Chay F. <laughs> Is, I have to say Gordon Ramsay. Out of all of the contestants, he had a very soft spot in his heart for Che. Yeah. I could just tell the way he was tender with him and he like, he was, it seemed like he was a little trying to be 
um, slightly paternal, but not in a weird way or overstepping boundaries, but I found it very endearing. And I, I also wanted to say that um, Che's uh, grandma looked at Gordon Ramsay like it was a piece of hanger stuff. Oh, yeah. She got, a, she got a little smooch in there, didn't she? <laughs> she oh. went right in. She's like... <laughs> Do they kiss on the lips? Like Richard know. Dawson style? I don't think so. They, <laughs> they were at one another. <laughs> was he going after her like... Hanger steak, a glass Merlot. And That's dimly. what I said. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I I, I miss that subtle joke. <laughs> um, but the cute thing about Che is he did say he wishes he could cut his trophy into thirds. Yes. And share it with Ivy and Malia, and that seemed very sincere when he said it, and very genuine. And then he also said, this is the part that kind of got me choked up. He said that if his dad could see him now. He'd be so proud of him. Aww. Which I just thought that was pretty tender. It is. It's very sweet. Yeah. So that, any any last thoughts on MasterChef Junior? Um, I will miss such contestants as um, Greg, <laughs> Horace. Holly. Le- Lefty. <laughs> uh, Scoots. <laughs> Scoots. Yeah, I miss all of them already. Um, I miss their headgear. I miss the one that wore Mickey Mouse ears. I, <laughs> she was on. She was on season two. <laughs> I, I miss. Um, I miss the beret. Okay, I, <laughs> so David, what's next for watching people cook? Um, we are going to be watching Adult Master Chef, although they don't call it that. But um, we probably will a few times, right? Yes, and um, on Adult Master Chef. Uh, we're going to start with uh, the auditions this weekend, uh, and then we are going to um, be probably slightly meaner to the adult contestants. I think we'll be slightly meaner. So they've already started airing the show, which is the auditions, like David said. So there have been two. So we're going to do both of those um, episodes. Um, we're probably going to switch our recording and our release. So we're hoping to release our episodes on Sundays. Um, so Sunday after the show's air, except the, for the first two where we're doing them both together. Um, so that will be next week. Yeah. We will be, I would think, much more harsh for the adults. So much harsher. Might even have some PG-13 language. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> boobs <laughs> all right okay so hope we hope to see hope you guys enjoyed this season of master chef junior um and we hope to hear from you and let us know what you like about the show what you don't like about the show what you would like us to cover um in master chef and um, stick around with us. We're in for, for a fun time of the next round of cooking. Congratulations, Rocco.